Do you ever wonder if someone is watching you? Have you ever seen a mysterious car just parked two blocks from your house with someone inside? Or a jogger who is always passing by your house almost every hour? Don't ever let your guard down. Sometimes these people are always trying to see when you are not at home to break in, or worse, when you're alone. This is a horrifying true story of one encounter. This would mark the third year Megan would be single. She was never open to any possibility of dating. She closed herself off ever since her last boyfriend of five years passed away from a car accident. This cost Megan so much amount of pain that she never allowed herself to open her heart to anyone. Her friends would always try to set her up on a date, but she always refused. Megan knew that at some point she had to be open to meeting someone, but when the opportunity would come, she would always back away. That was until her best friend Judy recommended a dating app while they were both at work. Megan thought she was joking, but Judy insisted she try it since her sister met her husband on the app and would always talk about how happy he makes her. Megan brushed it off and continued working on some other loans for her clients. Megan works for one of the largest banks in her city, Main Financial. She wasn't too concerned about guys at the moment since she is the manager for a loan department, which keeps her very busy. Later that night, after the gym, Megan arrived at home, and while reading a book, she decided to give the dating app a look. It wasn't long until she created a profile, and filled out the About Me. As soon as she finished creating her profile, she was tempted to delete her account right away, but instead closed the app. She wasn't ready. She began to cry out of pity for herself. She was still very hurt. She put the book down and head to bed, put her phone to the side, and fell asleep. The next morning, Megan woke up to a dozen notifications all from the dating app. She had a bunch of messages from guys, some young and the rest were a bunch of older men, some even asking for naked pictures. She would block those right away. One guy in particular caught her attention. His name was Adam. His message was the most innocent one. It read, Read your bio. I've been single for two years myself. Sometimes we need that time to find ourselves, but I'm open to any possibilities. Hope to get to know you. Adam. Megan wanted to delete her profile but this guy kind of attracted her. Throughout the whole day, Megan would send messages to Adam, as so did he. They were both getting to know each other, and it seemed that Megan was taking a liking to him, since it was the first time she was being open with her emotions to any man. Even her best friend Judy noticed that she was in such a good mood all day. This all continued for the next four days, and then Adam asked the question, Can I meet you tomorrow night? We can go dancing and listen to live music all night. You've made my entire week amazing, and I'd love to make your Friday night just as. Megan didn't know how to respond, and she didn't. She needed time to think, and she didn't respond to Adam until the next morning when he sent her a message. I'm sorry, didn't mean to be so pushy. If you're not ready, it's okay, I understand. Have a good day. Megan felt bad. She didn't know Adam too well, but he was a sweetheart to her to turn him down. She replied to him, yes, I'd love to go out tonight. Adam immediately replied with an emoji smile. Megan herself was surprised, but she was willing to take a chance. Later that night, as Megan was getting ready to head out, she started to get cold feet. Then she realized she wasn't ready to be open again. She didn't text Adam that she was going. She just blocked his number and deleted her profile and removed the app. She went to bed that night instead and fell asleep early. The next morning, Megan woke up to a bunch of notifications on her phone. She immediately thought it was Adam, but thought how could it be if she blocked his number? but instead there were doorbell notifications. There were motions detected outside her house at two in the morning. She opened the video notifications and it was a tall man with a long hoodie. 
She was not able to see his face since the hoodie was covering it. This man didn't ring the doorbell at all. He just stood in front of the door for five minutes, staring straight at the door, then would leave. He would come back again, once at 2, then at 2.30, then at 3, and then at 3.45. And he would do the same thing, just stand in the front of the door and stare at it. This creeped Megan out, and she called the police. She thought it could maybe be Adam, so she unblocked him and messaged him. Were you at my house at 2 in the morning? But he didn't respond. This whole situation really concerned Megan as she didn't know what to do. following day, Megan started receiving private calls, and when she would answer them, nobody would answer. She can still hear someone on the other line breathing into the phone, and she would hang up. Megan felt this was getting really out of hand, but nothing prepared her for what would come later that night, and she would be home alone. As Megan was checking her emails, she noticed that she had to reset all her passwords on her computer due to security concerns. When she tried to receive a code to verify her accounts, the number on file wasn't registered to hers at all, but a number that ended in 1515. Megan never authorized this change, and it was making her more nervous than she already was. There was no way she can reset her password, since it would only ask to verify with a number that's not even hers. Then suddenly, it clicked to Megan. She checked her contacts and saw that Adam's number ended with 1515. Megan jumped from the table and was in complete shock. Adam had hacked into her passwords and changed them. She called the police again, and there was no way to confirm if Adam had even hacked into her email. The police even told her that this Adam person may not even be who he is, and that Adam might not even be his real name. They advised her just to be on the lookout since there had not been any physical harm done to her. Megan checked Adam's dating profile, but it was deleted. Megan knew this wouldn't be easy to catch someone from a dating site she never met. The only way would be is if he stopped by her front door again. This would only scare Megan even more to think that he would always be around without her noticing. The next day would be even worse for Megan as she returned to work. Her boss wanted to speak with her immediately. She looked very upset. Megan went to her office and sat down. The security card was right beside Megan. This was very concerning. Megan, we have a problem. It seems like you are missing $10,000 from your register yesterday. We tried to see how the money went missing, and it seems that it was transferred to your personal bank account. I'm afraid we're going to have to let you go. You're lucky we are not pressing charges for this. Megan was stunned. She could not believe what she had just heard. She tried to speak with her supervisor, but she was very disappointed. She didn't make eye contact with Megan throughout the conversation. Megan was escorted by the security guard outside. Her friend Judy even looked disappointed as she was being escorted. The second security guard on site already had her belongings in a box and gave them to her. Megan sat inside her car in disbelief. She knew she didn't steal the money, but she knows who did. Adam. As she was driving home, she kept getting private calls again. She ignored them, all ten of them ringing, continuously. Her phone kept blowing up with all the private calls. Until finally, out of frustration and anger, she answered it. What do you want? She waited for an answer. Yes. Hi. I'm calling about your vehicle's extended warranty. Megan let out a sigh of relief. I'm also calling how you stood me up on our date, Megan. I bet you really don't like how your life is going right now, don't you? What do you want, psycho? The cops are tracing my calls. <laughs> You're a fucking liar. Always have been. We had a great thing going, and you managed to fuck it all up. Your life is only going to get much worse for you, Megan. I am going to make you my slave, and there is nothing you'll be able to do about it. You'll be my bitch forever, until you die. I want you to leave me alone. I've never even met you. Oh, don't worry. You will soon.
Megan hung up. The private calls continued. Megan arrived home, a nervous wreck. Her neighbor, Miss Thornburg, came up to her. Megan, honey, how are you? Not good, Miss Thornburg. Please leave me alone. Honey, I'm sorry to bother you, but I just had a question to ask you. Did you not understand when I said to leave me alone? Okay, honey. I'm very sorry to bother you. Miss Thornburg left and Megan received a text. Megan, please call me. It's about your mom. Her sister texted her. Megan called her sister. Yes, what's going on? Megan, what's going on with your phone? I've been calling you and it's always been busy. Look, I, I don't know what happened. Megan, mom is at the hospital. Her pacemaker was going up the roof and accelerated her heart rate. I don't know if you can go by the hospital. We don't know what went wrong with her pacemaker. Megan didn't answer. Megan? Megan? Megan hanged up the call. Adam said it would get worse. She didn't realize now he was attacking her family. Megan texted her friend Judy, asking her for help, and explaining to her the dating app and how this all was Adam pulling the strings and hacking into everything he can get his hands on. Judy didn't respond. Megan locked all the doors and locked herself in her bedroom crying. It was 9.45 at night, and Megan couldn't go to sleep. She received a text, thinking it was Judy, but it actually wasn't. It was Miss Thornburg. I'm very sorry to upset you this afternoon, but I needed to ask you something. Where did you find your electrician? I've been looking for one for the past month. Megan quickly texted her back. What electrician? She waited nervously as she waited to text back. The one that went into your basement. At that moment, all the lights went off in the house. Megan was trapped inside her own house with Adam already inside. She tried to call the police, but her phone had no signal. For whatever reason, something was blocking the signal. Not even her text messages were going through. Megan hid herself inside the closet, crying helplessly, knowing that there would be no end to this. She heard the sound of her bedroom door being busted open. She shrieked a little, but tried not to breathe so Adam wouldn't find her. Adam opened the closet door, but didn't see a thing as Megan was hiding with her body in a corner over a collection of dresses. Adam closed the closet door. I told you we'd meet soon. Adam opened the closet door again and pulled out a screaming Megan by her hair. Hi, my name is Adam. Great to finally meet you. Adam covered Megan's mouth with his hand and then put a rag with chloroform on her. Megan fought hard to get Adam off her, but it was no use. Adam didn't stop till Megan's defenseless body stopped moving. Two weeks had passed and nobody had heard from Megan. Judy, her friend, got concerned, so she asked the cops if they could search her home. Once arriving, Megan was nowhere in sight. Her clothes were all still there, her jewelry, her car, everything. Judy found a letter in the kitchen. She opened it, and it read, Goodbye. Judy felt so guilty, knowing that she could have saved her friend, and also knowing that it was her that recommended the dating app to Megan. Knowing her friend is missing, long gone by now, not knowing if she's dead or alive. What could have Adam done to Megan? The mystery is still unknown, since she has been missing for the last seven years. If you enjoyed this story, please like and subscribe to continue hearing more Black Rainbow original content. We have other great Black Rainbow original horror stories, such as I Used to Be a Janitor for the Dark Web, The Facebook Friend, Curtis, or I'm Addicted to Bacon and It's a Problem. Thanks for clicking and listening.